Brothers and sisters, the testimony that we will read is the mom domicile of Zairean nationality, one who was dead, remained at the grave for four days. Back to life, she shares with us what she saw and heard in the afterlife. It is a testimony that was recorded on a tape cassette in one of the Zairean dialects. We took all the care meticulous enough for you translated into French. You will excuse us for the awkwardness of some French literals you will encounter in this testimony, we did it on purpose to respect the authenticity of the same testimony. This is a testimony that tells us first of the life led by domicile mom before she died, then comes second, his message from beyond the grave. Now follow the translation of the testimony. For me, the Lord has made many wonder, everything you showed me, I am obliged to you pass on. It should be noted that it would be difficult to tell what I had seen and heard, however, I will give you the most essential points. Before getting into the thick of it, let me first tell you briefly what was my life before death. Born into a Catholic family and grew up in the spiritual atmosphere of it, I contracted my church wedding in April 1968. My husband and I liked a lot the Catholic religion. I spent every day, most of my time in prayer. I have borne many sects and I never had the desire to quit my favorite religion of birth. One day when I was resting in my room, sitting on a couch, I had sleep, it is during the sleep begins for my story in my dream. When I was sleeping, in my dream, I heard a knock at the door and asked me to open it, because he wanted to talk to me. I ran to open the door. When I got near the door, the person said, wait do not open, you are pressed to open, is that your house is clean for me to come talk to you? I looked all around me, I noticed that my house was full of dirt. There was sand, dust, debris and bottles of water on the floor. In any dirt seeing this, I said, yes, my house is very dirty. The person said, I am very clean, I cannot go into a house that is in poor condition, so, I have to go, but I leave you to read a biblical reference, one stone for, six that is why, in fact, that the dead were evangelized, so that after having been judged according to men in the pulpit, but live according to God in the Spirit. As she left, I immediately woke up, from sleep. I looked from side to side, I saw no one. I was surprised. Then I went out hoping to see who was talking to me, but no. I thought a lot and had enough to worry about the impurity of my house seen in my dream. I could not read or write. I went to my neighbor who used to read the Bible to tell him about my dream and ask him to read me the Bible reference given to me. After I had told him everything, my neighbor said, the house you saw is not the one you live in now, but it's your heart. The dirt that you saw, what are your sins? I said, but I am a child of God, every day I pray and confess my sins when I offended God or my neighbor, why this man he told me this? I left my neighbor to go home very sad. Got home I tried to do housework, but I could more. I returned to my room to pray and I took my rosary. I have traveled all, but no consolation. I left to continue my work, but I still felt uncomfortable. I came back to my room to pray, I still took my rosary and once I started to pray. Immediately, I started to cry bringing out the words that I have no time used in my prayer and I said, Oh, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, help me have sorry for my sins. I stayed a long time in prayer. At this moment, in this prayer that I was filled with the Holy Spirit, and I started, through the Holy Spirit to discover a lot. I started to cry bringing out the words that I have no time used in my prayer and I said, O, oh, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, help me, have mercy my sins. I stayed a long time in prayer. At this moment, in this prayer that I was filled with the Holy Spirit, and I started, through the Holy Spirit to discover a lot. I started to cry bringing out the words that I have no time used in my prayer and I said, O, oh, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, help me, have mercy my sins. I stayed a long time in prayer. At this moment, 
in this prayer that I was filled with the Holy Spirit, and I started, through the Holy Spirit to discover a lot. I even discovered the difference between the one who received the baptism in the Holy Spirit and the one who did not. Whoever does not have the Holy Spirit, it is not given to him to discern his sins. He is incapable of distinguishing between the good to be done and the bad to be avoided. While whoever has it, recognizes himself as a sinner each time he has committed sin and immediately asks the Lord for forgiveness with firm conviction not to start over again. When I had not yet had the Holy Spirit, I believed in the truth and without sin. When I got Him, He revealed to me the best way to get forgiveness from God. God's forgiveness is never obtained by always going to a priest to confess his sins to start again the next day, but true forgiveness from God is obtained by one who, with great regret, sincerely confesses his sins. Sins with a firm resolution not to repeat them. In my case, when the Holy Spirit revealed to me that I was a sinner, I implored near God the forgiveness of all my sins, and since that day, I had the peace of heart so long sought, I felt quite light and my relationship with God was sincere. One day I went to the Catholic Church to pray with the other faithful. During prayer, the Holy Spirit revealed to me the problem of each member of the group who was praying. At the end of the prayer, I allowed myself to tell each one their problem as the Holy Spirit had told me. All, without exception, doubted and told me that the Holy Spirit only existed in the time of the Apostles and that what is in me is not the Holy Spirit, but the presence of the demon. To drive this demon out, they said, I needed exorcism at all costs. They asked me to kneel down in order to pray over myself and perform ablution with holy water. The Holy Spirit said to me, you must not accept their proposal, if you accept it, you will fall back into your former state of sin. I returned home very happy, without worry or sadness. But when I got home, I informed my husband that I was definitively expelled from the Catholic and he expressed his dissatisfaction by telling me, we got married in the Catholic Church and we have to stay there. I am very unhappy with what happened and I have no reason to support you or keep you in my house, but the only thing I ask of you is to pack your bags and get out of here. I started to pack my suitcase, because for me it was better to leave my husband than to abandon the way of God. On the verge of leaving the marital home, I first prayed to the Lord to entrust this situation to him, but I was surprised by the Lord's response, you must not leave the house, stay here because your husband will accept me. I obeyed the order given by the Lord and I stayed with my husband. However, my relationship with my husband was going from bad to worse. My husband persecuted me a lot. Despite this cross, I still prayed for his conversion, and my prayer was answered by God, because his conversion was realized and he was in turn excommunicated from the Catholic Church. When we were both expelled from the Catholic Church, we went to the Protestants. They made us feel welcome and we began to pray with them. One day the Protestant pastor announced that all newcomers should be baptized. My husband and I told the pastor that we have already been baptized among Catholics and that it is not normal to be baptized twice. He answered us, Our baptism is different from the one you received among Catholics, if you refuse it, you will no longer be part of our religion. We were kicked out, because to receive us twice baptism was a sin before the Lord. When we returned home we prayed, saying, Lord, tell us what we're going to do, the Protestants have kicked us out because we have refused their baptism, now let's go. Do we, Lord? When we were praying at home, a great event had taken place in the Catholic Church, the Holy Spirit had descended on certain faithful of this church and they were in turn driven out of the Catholic community. We heard the news and everyone who was fired came to join us, and we formed, not a religion but a large prayer group. The priests followed everything we did and out of jealousy, they even brought us to justice saying that our group is not religious, but an association of rebels erected against political authority. From this accusation, we were suspected by the security agents and everything we did was followed by the police. As for us, we retired together into the bush to pray, 
asking the Lord to show us what we should do. During a week of prayer, we received no answer from the Lord. The majority of our group became discouraged and returned to their homes. We stayed in number of 12 people, 8 men and 4 women with the decision to continue the prayer until the Lord tells us what to do. If the Lord does not answer us, we will stay here without eating and drinking, we will never go home. We continued our prayer for two days, and on the third day, during prayer, a fabulous event happened, that of my death. I was neither sick nor felt the need for any medical care, I was in good health. When we were praying, my death arose, I saw two people coming towards me. They were very tall, very bright, dressed in white. I was scared, and it looked very similar, they were neither black nor white. When they approached us, they came to a stop next to me. I wanted to run away, but I held back, and opened my eyes intending to see them with my flesh eyes. I did not see them, then I closed my eyes again to continue the prayer and I saw them again, this time closer to me. Suddenly, they touched me to say, get up and let's go. They had a very beautiful voice and were full of pity. Every time I tried to stand up to go with them, I felt very heavy as an ox, and I told them, I really want to go with you, but why am I so heavy? They came back to me and took off something heavy in the shape of a jacket. This thing fell to the ground and instantly I felt light and left with them. When this thing in the form of a jacket fell off, those who were praying with me saw me, and I fell and I was dead at the same time. I didn't know that by taking this stuff off I was going to die. And I fell and I was dead at the same time. I didn't know that by taking this stuff off I was going to die. And I fell and I was dead at the same time. I didn't know that by taking this stuff off I was going to die. On the road, when I went with them, what impressed me a lot was the metamorphosis my body had experienced. I found that my body had become very beautiful and looked like their body. I was very surprised and I told them, so such a beautiful body exists. While on earth we have a very bad body. They laughed a lot and said to me, why are you saying crazy things? Your words denounce that you are not used to reading the Bible. I replied, I don't know how to read, moreover on earth within our religion, we were not used to reading the Bible. They said to me, it is true and added, know well that if someone does not read the Bible, even if he is a long-time Christian, very intelligent, he cannot know the secrets of God. If you used to read the Bible, you would know what 1 Corinthians 15:40 says. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies, but another is the shine of the celestial bodies, another that of the terrestrial bodies, we continued and we went to a very beautiful city. In the latter, some things were like that of my land, but there was a very big difference in many other things. As I approached this city, I saw a great light and our bodies became even more beautiful than before. I tried to look back where we left, I saw everything was dark as night. And I said, addressing those who were with me, when we left the earth there was sun, but where does this darkness come from? They told me, this darkness is because the earth is invaded by evil. Directly I thought of my friends with whom I prayed. I asked those who were escorting me to return with me to earth so that I could seek my friends in order to bring them out of this darkness. They laughed at me and said, when we see people on earth singing, dancing, playing and laughing, it makes us feel sorry. On earth you believe you are in the light, but we see you in darkness. If you now have seen this darkness, it is because you came here. A few moments later, I saw a car coming with three people on board. Astonished, I told them, ah. Here there are also cars like the ones on earth. They said to me, this car is the one that shuttles between heaven and earth to transport people, whom you on earth consider dead. It is a car that only transports saints, Christians, those who died in a state of holiness, that is to say in a state of purity, it never takes the pagans, those who are in sins. I said to them, I am a Christian, baptized, why am I not transported in this car? They said to me, this car cannot transport. You did not come here definitively, 
you must return to the earth, to your country. When they were talking to me, the car passed us and they said to me, you see these three people who are in this car, are those who died on earth without sins and whom the messenger of God went to look for. I heard, where the car headed, people singing with very beautiful voices, I asked, who are these people who sing so well like that? They said to me, these are the people of this country, they sing to welcome the newcomers who were in the car, and I said to them, let's hurry so that they come and sing for me too. They said to me, you, even if you run, they can never sing for you because you were not transported in the car. It does not matter. I said to them, let's go quickly so that I go see them and listen to the songs they are singing. We ran and a few yards from there I saw a great land that had no beginning and no end, that looked like the most beautiful cities on earth. They told me, the country you see is what you call on earth paradise. Should enter into it only those who die in a state of purity. They come to rest here. I said, let's run at least fast so that we get there. But when we arrived at the entrance to this country and when I wanted to enter, the people who were with me blocked my way, saying, let's wait here. I saw a great country which had neither beginning nor end, which looked like the most beautiful cities on earth. They told me, the country you see is what you call on earth paradise. Should enter into it only those who die in a state of purity. They come to rest here. I said, let's run at least fast so that we get there. But when we arrived at the entrance to this country and when I wanted to enter, the people who were with me blocked my way, saying, let's wait here. I saw a great country which had neither beginning nor end, which looked like the most beautiful cities on earth. They told me, the country you see is what you call on earth paradise. Should enter into it only those who die in a state of purity. They come to rest here. I said, let's run at least fast so that we get there. But when we arrived at the entrance to this country and when I wanted to enter, the people who were with me blocked my way, saying, let's wait here. Outside, where I was stopped, I saw someone, in the middle of this country, coming towards us. He was quite a fat and very tall person, I could not see the limit of his width or that of his length. She came to a stop in front of me and started to cry. She had cried a little too much, and the tears that flowed were like big drops of rain. After that she addressed me saying, I have seen you on earth praying insistently, if you used to pray like you have been doing lately, you should always keep in touch with it. We. I said to him, so when we pray on earth, our prayer reaches you. You heard us. Yes she answered. And I asked her, but you, who are you? She laughed and said, you, you have no right to ask me who I am. I changed the conversion and said to him, when we have prayed on earth for more than a week, why didn't God answer us? She answered me with another question, why you don't want to be baptized? I told him, we are already baptized. She asked me, what baptism did you receive? I replied, the priest who baptized us had taken a little water in a cup and poured it three times over the heads of each of us, saying, I baptize you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. With this act, you have become Christians and you have accepted Christ as your Savior. Do you know how our Lord Jesus Christ was baptized? I said to him, I know Jesus Christ was baptized, but it's how the baptism was administered that I don't know, she said to me, our Lord Jesus Christ was baptized in the Jordan, in the middle of a great river, baptism by immersion. If anybody wants to follow him, let him do the same baptism as him. If we receive the baptism by the three drops of water poured on the head, our Lord Jesus Christ could have for his baptism, to bring John Baptist to the house so that he takes a little water in order to baptize him, but our Lord Jesus Christ who knew the effectiveness of baptism by immersion went into the bush, far from the city to join John the Baptist at the Jordan to receive this baptism. Don, to become a child of God and for prayer to be answered, it is necessary at all costs to receive baptism by immersion. After this long explanation, she showed me two large groups of men that we have on earth, Catholics and Protestants.
she said to me, on earth, you call them that. God is not concerned with your names. He looks at the Christian, the one who has accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and who has assigned himself the duty not to commit sins. When I looked at the group of Catholics, I saw that they were numerous and all praying together. In my heart, I was very happy and said to myself, there are many of them. They get along well and pray together, I was very proud. But suddenly, I saw people coming with large luggage at their head, each one deposited his luggage on the ground and lay down, next to it. And I asked, you told me that these people are the Catholics who come to pray, but why, each one carries a baggage? She said to me, it is the Catholics who come to pray. The bags they carry are beer, cigarettes, lies, theft, murder. I said to him, so this baggage is sins before God? She said to me, from today, I teach you by my own mouth, know that no thief, that no liar, that no boob can see God, I said to him, our Lord Jesus Christ at the Cana wedding had turned the water into wine, the people had drunk it and were happy with it. But why now, drinking alcohol becomes a sin before God? She took great pity on me and said to me, do you know the work of someone who is drunk? His job is sin, that is, he who finishes drinking will sin. But when our Lord, Jesus Christ turned water into wine, among the wedding guests who drank it, how many people were intoxicated with this wine? I replied, I don't know. She said to me, listen. Because the water that Jesus had transformed into wine, is none other than the sweet drink, a sweet wine, anyone who takes it, cannot be drunk. Besides all the guests who were at the wedding in Cana, when they drank it, they were all happy, very happy, instead of committing sins, they praised God. So our Lord Jesus Christ did not make a wine that could intoxicate, but a sweet wine that arouses joy. After that I noticed some of the Protestants were also carrying luggage. And I said to him, but among the Protestants, some also wore something, it is forbidden to drink alcohol and smoke, why some also have baggage like Catholics? She said to me, first of all, you should know that there are two very different things, following God and following a church. To follow God equals to practice His Word, while following a church, it is purely and simply to respect the laws of a church which are not those of God. For example, two Christians, one Protestant, the other Catholic, if the Catholic performs an act, drinking alcohol, that the Protestant considers a sin, the Catholic will tell him, drinking alcohol is not a sin, and the act as such is not condemned by our church. This is what I call following a church instead of following the Word of God. Drinking alcohol is not a sin, and the act as such is not condemned by our church. This is what I call following a church instead of following the Word of God. Drinking alcohol is not a sin, and the act as such is not condemned by our church. This is what I call following a church instead of following the Word of God. Here, we ignore your churches, but what matters to us is to follow the Holy Christ. Then she allowed me to enter this beautiful country. It was big, I saw a lot of people, all happy. They praised the Lord. She said to me, look at this beautiful country, all those you see here are Christians, saints, without sins who die every day with you, it is in this country that they come to rest, but a sinner does not can enter it. When she spoke to me, I said to myself in my heart, today I want to meet all of my deceased family members, all people of all colors and all genders, black, white, men, women. But I saw something extraordinary, they all had the same face, looked alike and were in uniform. There was no man, no woman, no black, no white, no taller, no smaller. Knowing my thoughts in advance, the person said to me, don't be mistaken in your thoughts, here in this country, there is no diversity of colors, sexes, sizes, everyone is the same. If anyone dies on earth, whether black or white, male or female, large or small, before arriving here, he leaves on earth, which distinguished him from others in order to carry a body of above, a celestial body. In this beautiful country where these holy souls live, 
It is a temporary place, these souls wait for the last day of judgment to enter the eternal home which is heavenly Jerusalem, a place of great perpetual joys. Now she said, I want to show where the sinners are, those who die in a state of sins. We came to a place where there was a large swamp in which the water was the color of blood. And on the other side of that swamp was a lot of people crying, scratching all over the place and some hitting each other all the time. When I saw them I started to cry too. The person who was with me said to me, You must not cry, because what is important is to forsake sins and to accept Christ as your personal Savior. When she spoke to me, I heard these people lament saying, Great God, it is good to take us out of this place and throw ourselves into the fire so that we are completely consumed rather than endure such pain. The person said to me, Listen to the tears of liars, they think that one day they will be thrown into the fire where their bodies will experience complete ruin, this is a utopia, what is certain is that all will be cast into the eternal fire, their bodies will be burned without knowing the shipwreck, it will be continual suffering, more atrocious than the one they are currently undergoing. Catholics say, when one of us dies, we say requiem mass, we pray for the forgiveness of his sins and his entry into paradise. She said to me, in which biblical passage is this procedure mentioned? I replied, I do not know how to read the Bible but what I do know is that on earth, within the Catholic Church, this procedure is respected with vigor, she said to me, this procedure is wrong, it is not biblical. Anyone who practices it is in error, for forgiveness and sanctification are only obtained on earth and not in heaven. Man, whatever sins he has committed, if he sincerely asks God for forgiveness, while he is still on earth. But if he has not confessed his sins on earth, with a firm resolution not to start again when he dies in this state of sins, even if his brothers and sisters pray from morning to night, ask for masses for ten years, forgiveness will not be granted. He died a sinner and he will remain a sinner to occupy the place reserved for sinners. After, she showed me the fire, and she said to me, Here is the fire that you call home hell. I saw a large well in which I had seen certain things having the shape of barrels, she said to me, These barrels that you have just seen have the role of preserving the fire. This fire is not yet working, but it exists. No sinner has ever been thrown in, for the time has not yet come. Presently, as you have seen, all sinners endure their sufferings outside this fire, they too are waiting for the last day, when the saints will enter the heavenly Jerusalem, that is when they will also enter this fire for eternity. She said to me, Take this stone, throw it in the well and you will see what will happen. When I threw this pebble, I heard a great violent noise which was more than a violent thunder of rain, I ran and I fell, panicked, I thought I was engulfed by this monstrous fire and I cried a lot. The person said to me, when you have been told to pray, not to commit sins, you say these are stories. And yet God has even made pastors and evangelists available to you. Some come from afar to preach His word to you, you refuse what they tell you and you remain in evil. So you, from that day on, have seen with your own eyes, heard with your own ears, if you continue to live on earth in sins, the fire awaits you here. After these words, she led me to a place where there were only children. I saw many children among them, some were very happy, they played, clapped their hands and blessed the Lord, but others were sad, their arms crossed. I asked why some are happy and others sad? She said to me, those who are sad are those who were killed by certain people on earth. Among them are those whom their mother killed by induced abortion, others were killed in war or by secular sacrifices, etc. For these different cases, each child holds in his hand the object that his assassin used to exterminate him from the earth. If you have killed twenty children, these children are waiting for you here with the instrument you used to kill them. If you have, through medicine, passed a one-month pregnancy, know that you killed a child, he is waiting for you here. On the last day everyone will see anyone to whom they have rendered either a good service or a bad service. After this instruction, she took me to a place where there were many files. 
She said to me, this is where we record every act performed by each person from birth to death. In this place, paradise. Anyone, Christian or pagan, who dies on earth must first pass here. When you get here if you can't read, you will start to read well like those who went to school. If you are blind, your eyes will be open to see and read your acts on earth. It is from acts performed on earth that one is either condemned or justified, condemned for eternal fire and justified for eternal glory. I, who could not read, when I returned to this place, I started to read and I saw my file in front of me, which was marked Mama Damata. In the following pages I saw everything I did and said on the land from my birth until the last day I followed these people. I followed my life story the same way we follow a movie on a TV screen. All the words that each of us says and all that each of us does are well recorded and well photographed, the one who lies, who steals, who commits adultery, etc., will be seen taking his act. That is to say that everything we do is materialized by supporting evidence. For example, if you have committed adultery, you will see yourself naked as well as the person with whom the act was performed. When I saw everything I had done, I felt ashamed and started to do so that my eyes could no longer see my packages by looking either down, up, to the left or to the right. But every time I did this I would find the photo of my sins stopped where I was directing my eyes. I started to cry. The person told me, on this earth you cannot hide anything from God. Everything is seen and recorded here. Anyone who seeks to commit sins in hiding, at night or in the dark, let them know that everything is seen here. Everyone has their own file which records everything they do. I asked, Behold all my sins are recorded here, you have seen them and you keep them, now what must I do to be granted forgiveness for these sins? She said to me, God's forgiveness is only obtained on earth. Here we expect two things, condemnation or justification, misfortune or happiness. I cried begging her to send me back to earth to sincerely ask forgiveness for my many sins. When I begged her, she showed me the earth. The latter was in total darkness. And I saw in the middle of this darkness some beasts walking in the mud, eating garbage, making noise and fighting. She asked me, what did you see in the middle of this darkness? I replied, I saw beasts in the form of pigs, she said to me, they are not pigs, but they are men, those who are not Christians, they are like pigs on earth. A pagan, even if he eats well, dresses better and occupies an important social rank on earth, he looks like a pig, he has no value before God. Still in that darkness, she showed me something out of the way that looked like the skin of an ox and it already gave off a bad smell, she asked me, what is it? I told him, it's an ox skin, she said to me, no, it's not the skin of the cow, it's more your body. I was very surprised to see how my body had become and she said to me, and yet you haven't even been here for a week, but have you seen how your body has become? On earth, you eat well, you dress better, you jealously maintain your bodies, you believe yourself to be valuable beings, but you have seen what your body becomes a few days after death. It is good and better to heal your souls which will last for eternity than to ceaselessly take care of your bodies which are dust. Now that we have shown you everything, when you are on earth, take all possible care to transmit to others what you have seen, you should not keep everything you have heard and heard here to yourself. After this advice, she gave the angels to return me to earth. In my heart, I longed to return to earth to go and confess my countless sins, but seeing the darkness, the evil that invaded the earth, I did not want to go back. Take all possible care to pass on what you have seen to others, you should not keep everything you have heard and heard here to yourself. After this advice, she gave the angels to return me to earth. In my heart, I longed to return to earth to go and confess my countless sins, but seeing the darkness, the evil that invaded the earth, I did not want to go back. Take all possible care to pass on what you have seen to others, you should not keep everything you have heard and heard here to yourself. After this advice, she gave the angels to return me to earth. In my heart, 
I long to return to earth to go and confess my countless sins, but seeing the darkness, the evil that invaded the earth, I did not want to go back. I said, please let me live with you, I don't want to go back to earth. They refused and forced me to take back my body and return to earth. When I arrived on earth, I sneezed and asked for water to wash myself. Since that day, I made the resolution not to commit any more sins and I began to sincerely ask God for forgiveness for all my sins already committed. When I see someone who is in the process of committing sin, it pities me and my heart hurts since he does not know what awaits him in the hereafter. Finally, what I can ask you is to accept the Lord Jesus in your life, and stop committing sins, so that one day, we all find joy with our God. Each of us has our file up there, in which everything is recorded. On the last day, what will be our fate after judgment? Condemnation or justification, one of the two anyway.